0: welcome to big g in conversation the podcast from inside guelph city hall hi i'm wendy king and like everyone else the city of guelph has been impacted by covid 19. today i'm going to talk with staff about how this pandemic has hit their services the community and of course the budget To Big G in Conversation, the podcast from inside Guelph City Hall. I'm your host, Wendy King. Our topic today is budget in the year of change, how COVID has specifically impacted the budget. In the city of Guelph. And joining me today, Tara Baker, the city's general manager of finance and treasurer, Barbara Schwartzentruber, who is the executive director of Smart Cities, and John Regan, who is general manager of economic development and tourism. So welcome everybody. Good morning.
1: Thank you. Good morning.
0: Good morning. So while COVID has obviously impacted all of us in varying ways, uh, but our focus for this podcast is to explain how this unexpected pandemic has really attacked, you know, your city departments and how you guys have all had to change. I'm sure how you do business. So Tara, I'm
2: guessing most everything changed when COVID hit. Could you give us sort of a, an overview? Yeah, absolutely. So COVID has had a significant impact on uh, the city business and uh, through 2020, we have been managing uh, those variances and uh, that have been created from our, our budget that was passed in 2020. Uh, because of all the uncertainty, um, there's a number of our businesses that um, are revenue generating uh, and rely on on revenues to operate like, uh, like other businesses um, and those specifically are our parking. Services, as well as transit and our recreation and culture tr- culture services. Mm-hmm. And so those businesses in particular are the most impacted uh, at the city in terms of a budget perspective. And so really, as we're looking forward into 2021 budget, uh, we are trying to assess how to address those businesses as well as other pressures um, in that process. That's kind of what I was thinking too, Tara when, as you were saying that
0: we don't know where we are yet. You know, we thought we were 1 place. Now we've gone back a little bit in a a number of uh, cities. So, you know, how do you know if this is the blip
2: or if this is, you know, new normal. So, I'll, I'll start here and I think that um, maybe John might also have some input towards this. um, The. We did partner with uh, an organization called RSM, and they were able to do some work based on our revenue and project out uh, what the impact might look like over the long term in terms of a recovery path. And so we've been really using that work to inform what 2020 looks like, but really even longer than that, because. This could be a long term impact for the city and and our businesses um, as well as other businesses in the city. And so um, we really think that the information from, from this study is helpful and useful. And and at least in in our assumptions on how to plan for what that long term impact might look like.
1: Yeah, and I, uh, I would, um, echo that and from the, from the businesses that we see uh, within our community. Uh, we, we know this is definitely a long-term and the the impact has been profound and I know a lot of the discussion is on rebuild and I think our focus is helping our businesses adapt uh, because we we really don't know the outcome. We, we're still in the pandemic. We don't know what post-pandemic is going to look like and so really helping our businesses adapt um, for the time being before we start thinking about rebuilding because we don't know the environment that we're going to be rebuilding in just yet.
0: And uh, so John, while you're speaking about that, um, how have you offered businesses help up to now?
1: Well, uh, the 1st, 1, I, I believe was uh, the city was pretty quick um, in uh, helping with some uh, tax uh, deferrals, which I think Tara is probably better to to speak on, uh, but we've also, uh, we've partnered with, uh, well, I shouldn't say partner. We've extended our partnership or or helped our partnership with the small business enterprise center. And also with the uh, Innovation Gulf, our regional innovation center, by providing them some funds so that they can, their boots on the ground as well. So, have, providing them more resources so that they can help the businesses, um, small, medium, and large. Well,
0: Tara, did you want to, yeah. did you want to mention that tax deferral?
2: yeah so through the early stages of uh, the pandemic back in in april through to the end of august really uh we had a tax deferral program where we there were no interest and in penalties charges in in any way through that period so that there the businesses and our residents could um focus on you know on, on their own personal uh, challenges at that point and um, not be worried about property tax payments. And so uh, that was, we did find that that, that uh, kind of influx in cash in the community um, could, you know, did help with the recovery and, and with the relief at that point so that um, those businesses uh, could keep the money uh, with their employees and trying to adjust to the change. Right. Have you,
0: uh, have you had any
2: businesses that have sort of
0: come back, uh, to pre-COVID employment levels, or do you know that yet?
1: Yeah, so we know, uh, uh some have, um, from the stats that we we've seen or are nearing. Uh, perhaps that, but obviously the tourism and hospitality businesses, uh, again, have, have been profoundly hit. Um, and, um, you know, we're. The previous question you talked about, you asked about some of the initiatives we've done, and I wanted to point out that uh, doing a, a, a local, uh, buy local campaign, so Guelph Shops is, has been very well subscribed. And so trying to um, uh, educate and uh, the, our consumers within the city and our area to shop locally is so important. Um, but we are anticipating, you know, I don't have my crystal ball, <laughs> or it's not working at the moment. Um, but we know that we're going to lose some businesses along the way, and that's going to be devastating. And so, again, providing those services through the Small Business Enterprise Centre and, and Innovation Guelph and Smart Cities, because we know um, economic downturns like this, we know it breeds entrepreneurship and uh, continuing to support those businesses or those people who have been laid off or lost their jobs How can we get them to pivot? Because everybody comes with transferable knowledge. Uh, How can we get them to be self-employed? And we've seen some very recent stats. It was in the National Post, I think yesterday, a huge number, uh, record numbers, in fact, of of small businesses starting. And I think that's our our sweet spot, really, for where we need to focus our efforts um, in having a sustainable economic recovery uh, through the pandemic.
0: Right, uh, Barb. Just uh, jumping in on that, buy local, shop local. Um, as executive director of Smart Cities, I'm assuming your kind of your focus is about uh, the food economy. Um, I was reading some of your your information ahead of time. What do you mean by circular food economy? Um,
3: yeah, so a circular food economy is really addressing areas where. Um, waste happens within the uh, food, food system and looking for ways to do things like John was talking about. Where can entrepreneurs make use of that food waste or the byproducts that aren't used? How can we design waste out of the system? How can we make sure that people do have access to healthy, nutritious food? Because there is an abundance, it's just not getting to the right places. And I, I do want to sort of jump in on the conversation about the recovery, and I think there's lots of uh, ways that people are describing it, but, um, you know, is it a V V-shaped recovery? Is it S? I, I really think the K shaped recovery describes that there are people and businesses that are managing well through this and there are many that are not so. What we did, um, we launched our uh, circular food um, economy initiative in January, and then COVID hit in March, and we realized, well, the things that we were working on are really important in the social and economic recovery that, that needs to happen. But how can we accelerate that? And how can we use the projects and the initiatives that we were going to work on and accelerate them? So we created a Grow back better 10 point plan and focused on things that we knew immediately would would help businesses and would help with the social recovery. Um, that's that K shaped conversation that we need to have. So things like uh, micro grants that we got out the door to businesses so that they could pivot and go online and become more sustainable or even start new ideas because John's right this this is a time where entrepreneurs thrive. They thrive in the middle of uh, chaos and they know a lot about agility and resiliency. And so I think what we have to do is help them to see what the path forward might look like. And in our mind, it needs to be um, a green and also a very inclusive recovery. Some of the work that we did with our 10 point plan was make sure that our partners in the social sector that are focused on um, making sure that people have access to food. So the emergency food programs, we supported them to scale up their work because we know that more and more people became food insecure during this uh, the impact of the pandemic.
0: I was just gonna ask you that. We've all heard about how many more people are having to go to food banks and all of that. you know, have you, how do you assist that? It was interesting that you said, you know, the food is there, you just have to get it to the right place.
3: Yeah, the food system is is a bit of a paradox. There's an overabundance and there's an awful lot of waste. So a lot of the work that we'll be doing over the next four years will be to try to address the waste issue, but also to make sure that uh, people have access. So we're doing some Looking at each of our neighborhoods in the city and across the county, because this is a rural urban initiative and it's a fabulous partnership between the city of Guelph and the county of Wellington. So we'll be looking at where our neighborhoods do or don't have access to healthy, nutritious food and looking at some interventions in order to improve their access. And then um, doing quite a bit of work as well in our, our with our waste department, looking at how we can get a better handle on household level waste and uh, help to educate our residents on how to, to avoid that waste. But where it does happen, making sure that it goes back into the land in a regenerative way through things like compost.
0: If nothing else, I feel like this whole time uh, it's refocused us on things like that. Uh, you know, like I certainly have thought about shop local way more than I ever did before. I'm ashamed to admit, but but now I get, you know, I really get it. And I feel like a lot of people are feeling that same way. So I know you had big goals in this regard. Has COVID affected your timeline at all?
3: Well, like I said, we, we work um this 10 point plan is about getting 1.6 million dollars out the door in in what I consider to be stimulus funding so that over the next 18 months we can really assist with the recovery. And yeah, certainly all of our partners because this is a, a across the city and community initiative, are looking at what they can do to accelerate their work. Um, But it's it's $10 million uh, that um, has been distributed to partners like Public Health and Innovation Guelph and 10C who are helping us to lead the work across across each of the sectors in order to um, realize that vision of a a food system that's uh, fair, uh, equitable, and also entrepreneurial and innovative.
0: It all sounds amazing. John, I know your focus uh, is assisting local business and retaining and also attracting new companies. So that's an interesting position that you're in at the moment.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it- the uh, investment and attraction side is kind of an interesting piece, and we have put in a request for additional resources for that. Because the city of Guelph, there's not one person dedicated to looking at investment attraction uh, or real estate, and this is going to be this is mission critical for for Guelph as we go forward. Now that's not to say that we haven't been dealing with investment attraction; we have. But what's been happening is our staff have been dropping. Other activities in order to to deal with these very time-consuming and 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 uh, time-sensitive requests. So we still get them. Uh, well, I know we're working on some now, uh, but this is really important to us. And you know, when we start thinking about uh, what Canada did with PPE, we deglobalized PPE in a hundred days, and that's pretty darn amazing. And uh, many Guelph businesses. Um, uh, have have pivoted to make whether it be respirators or hand sanitizer or whatever the case may be, they've pivoted and they've shown such incredible innovation. And I think our opportunity is to find other businesses within within Guelph or in the region to to set up in Guelph um, to pivot and to look at what the next item or next sector to deglobalize is. Um, so that's that's really important for us to have that investment and attraction piece and part of council's mandate is to you know we we have 200 beverly which is a brownfield which we're hoping to develop into affordable housing um, with a with a complete uh, ecosystem tied to that and then also we have the Hanlon creek business park uh, you know phase one there's still a couple uh, lots left and phase three we're hoping is going to come online very very soon so some of those activities The retention expansion piece that you mentioned too, what that is about, it's about visiting businesses and finding out what the red flag issues are or green flag issues are. So the red flag are, you know, we're gonna lay off, we're gonna close, uh, we're gonna sell, whatever the case may be. So being able to to have boots on the ground with our local entrepreneurs, local businesses, big and small, uh, so that we can help address and mitigate any issues prior to becoming uh, a crisis. Uh, And then on the green side is, Who's expanding? Who's hiring? So I know Guelph Junction Railway, uh, which is owned by the city, uh, we're back to pre-COVID levels. And in fact, what I hear is some of Guelph Junction Railway um, customers are also hiring uh, because of new businesses that they have found. So some really good stories, but we need to we need to keep working.
0: That's great. As, as each of you look at your role uh, within the city, are you optimistic about opportunities for 2021?
1: I am (laughs) very optimistic. You know what? Um, the pandemic is awful and people have lost their lives and people have lost their jobs and people are going to lose their houses and their businesses. Um, and that, that is, um, very unfortunate. And I think our role uh, is to help, um, uh, everyone to get back on to get back on track and i'm very optimistic it's kind of reset uh likely has reset our economy we're doing things so differently and that just that is just a breeding ground for entrepreneurship and success
0: tara
2: yeah i feel optimistic as well Uh, like john said i think the city does have a role to play and the the budget process i think uh, we'll demonstrate how we do plan on on helping and addressing those needs in the community. The smart city plan, as Barb had um, discussed, has uh, significant money that we can use as stimulus um, through uh, both the city and, and the county. Um, and then I guess the other the other piece is really then about looking at internally at our own businesses and. And planning on how to address the change that could be permanent change in how we deliver services. And so we really need this year of 2021 to. To look at what those impacts are, um, because the. Things are still changing. We're still in the middle of the pandemic right now. And so really our budget this year in hasn't changed or addressed, uh, um. What that future impact and service delivery is going to look like we've, we've really kept the budget a somewhat status quo, except for the additional uh, requests that we're, we're looking for in terms of economic development. And, um, and some, we we also have earmarked $700,000 that we would like to rec- uh, that we're seeking approval from council to. Provide that stimulus in the hospitality and tourism sector. So. Um, we really, really think that uh, this document, the the budget process, will address some of the the pressing concerns and uh, set us up for the future. That sounds great. You guys have
0: obviously got
2: everything figured
0: out. It's amazing to hear. And I think what I have gotten from this is that uh, the word for twenty twenty one is pivot. <laughs> you've all had to do it and you're all going to be doing it as we all are so thank you so much for all this great information um thanks for giving us an idea of what the future may look like my thanks to tara barb and john for joining us big g in conversation i'm wendy king until next time I'm Wendy King with the City of Guelph's Big G in Conversation podcast. Thanks for joining me. If you have ideas for a show or comments, you can email biggpodcast at guelph.ca. Until next time, take care and let's keep the conversation going.